Hello, my name is Reverend Seth Nelson, and I am the pastor of Faith Lutheran Church in Ronan, Montana. Join in weekly to hear the good news of God's love proclaimed over your life. You can follow us on Podbean and iTunes. God bless you this day. Our gospel passage for this week comes from John, the 13th chapter. When he had gone out, and Jesus said, Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am with you only a little longer. You will look for me. And as I said to the Jews, so now I say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Here ends our gospel lesson. Please be seated. Well, grace and peace to you from God, our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We have some great readings uh, for this week. I love, I just love this first lesson from Acts, in which you have the vision of Peter seeing this great feast of animals uh, in this dream come down in front of him. According to kosher law, every every single one of them is unworthy, uh, impure, unclean. And uh, <clears throat> in the vision, uh, you know, uh, Peter is commanded to eat and kill and eat. And uh, Peter replies, By no means, Lord, for nothing profane or unclean has ever entered my mouth. The second time the voice answered from heaven, What God has made clean. You must not call profane. For Peter, this is a lesson, an instruction to him that he was, uh, this new message, uh, this good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ was for all people of every land and every nation, even the unclean ones. Places far away like Rome and Italy, or even farther like where my ancestors come and from Germany and England. Denmark, too. (laughs) Um, That folks across the waters in the Americas, indigenous people and natives in places as far away as Australia and Eastern Asia, all of them, all of them in this vision were proclaimed clean and worthy to be followers of Christ. No matter what land they come from, no matter what language they speak, no matter the color of their skin. All were to be made clean in the blood of Jesus Christ. We hear this kind of echoed in a different way in the gospel passage. Now this uh, 13, I think, um, is is sort of the end of uh, this long section, several chapters long in the gospel of John. And with these parting words of Jesus to his disciples. And this, the few verses we read are perhaps some of the most powerful in that whole long farewell speech and moment that he shares with his 12 closest friends. 
He says, I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you should also love one another. Now, this commandment to love is, uh, in some ways, especially for us who are Christians and in the church, right, may seem like a no-brainer, right? Why do you need to command this? Of course, as we live in the love of Jesus Christ, we would want that love to emanate out of us without Jesus having to tell us anything about it. We'd want to emulate that love that God shows to us and show that love to our fellow neighbors, right? It doesn't seem like you need a rule about that. Sadly, though, I would say that time and time again, we are like Peter, trying to uh, fall into the trap of seeing our neighbors as somehow unclean or unworthy or unrighteous. Obviously, there are very big events. Tragically, yesterday, the shooting in Buffalo, New York, where the shooter marked out... basically wrote a book of his racist hatred towards those he was about to kill. Persists, right? How long has it been since the civil rights movement and recognition of greater equality within our shores? And still, 18-year-olds. It's just tragic. He sees that folks are unclean because they are of a different race than him. Not good, not good. He needs Jesus' commandment. He needed Jesus' commandment that he should love one another as God has first loved him. He needed that rule. He did not know that in and of himself. Those are the big things. Sadly, a lot of the kind of prejudice that pops up is a lot more subtle and unseen. I think of where I come from, um, and I may, what I'm about to say might disparage others from the Midwest, so apologies in advance. <laughs> uh, where I come from, Northeast Iowa, and sort of tri-state area of Southeast Minnesota and Western Wisconsin, as you drive through there, uh, a lot of the towns look pretty much the same, and the people are uh, very similar to, and the culture kind of runs together. And yet, I guarantee you that in pretty much every one of those towns, there are firm rivalries with the town <laughs> up the road that's pretty much the same <laughs> as, as the one that you lived in, right? It was true in my hometown, when we played uh, Cresco, or we played Wakan, we had all sorts of feelings and prejudices that we went to those games with. Uh, And I guarantee you, some were worse than others. And yet, from the outside, I look back, I go back, and I'm like, what were we thinking? We're all like the same place, you know, between all these towns that we were in conference and league with. And yet, as teenagers, right, we were so assured that we were so different than those guys. We just had to take it to them at every football game or every cross-country meet or, you know, whatever the case may be, right? And such similarities, right, between those towns and those people. Still, we found ways to say they are unclean. They are unclean. 
Not a big deal, I guess, in the grand scheme of things. And yet, within the human species, we see again and again, time and time again, in places so, with such great diversity and places with such great similarity, that there's stuff in us that just wants to make somebody other, somebody less than, right? Somehow they're not the same in our eyes, and even worse, perhaps they're not the same in God's eyes. To us today, we hear Jesus saying once again, I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you should also love one another. We do not get there on our own, brothers and sisters. God shows us the way. God first loves each and every one of us in a way that is universal, infinite, endless, and eternal. And God calls us to share that love with one another, no matter the differences that come between us. God is love, and God shows us the way of love that is better than we come up, what we might come up with on our own. It is often easier to be like Peter in the first part of the dream, right? You say, oh, those folks are different. They're unclean. Let me just stick to my own. Let me just love the people who are easy to love. Let's not, let's not worry about loving those who are from a different class or socioeconomic status or from the coast or, God forbid, California. <laughs> For those watching online, that's a Montana joke. There's so many differences that can come between us. And yet there is so much love that can bring us together. And that love starts with God. But God doesn't want that love to end there. God, loves, God wants that love to be embodied in each and every one of us, especially those of us who cling and follow in the ways of Christ. As we are loved brothers and sisters, let us share that love with one another endlessly, eternally, and infinitely. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, Keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. I hope that you've enjoyed this week's sermon podcast. If you would like to hear more, read my blog, or get a copy of my book called The Church Unknown, go to www.revsethnelson.com. If you feel called to support our ministry, I invite you to go to our church's website at flcronan.org and click on the Offerings tab. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine on you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.